Your word tells us that you intercede for us even at the right hand of the Most High God. Jesus, we thank you. Now that we are about to listen again to your word, we pray that you open our hearts, that we may hear and understand, that we may do what you bid us to do, that by your grace, Lord, as a church, we will not disappoint you. Have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You should have noticed by now that we are treating the seven I am sayings of Jesus Christ as recorded in the book of John. We have treated the one of I am the light of the world. We treated that last week. The first one we treated is I am the bread of life. And today, the Lord Jesus said, I am the door of the sheep. The door. A year of God's open door. And as a prayer that was offered during the pastoral prayer, I pray that your own door will be opened. It will not only be opened and left ajar without any one of you going through. When it is opened, you recognize it. You walk through it and you shall find pasture. So shall it be for you in the name of Jesus Christ. When you read the scriptures, you'd want to say that each chapter was recorded for a particular happening of a particular day and the second, the next chapter will be for another time. That is not so for the book of John chapter 10. It is important for us to know that Chapter 9 and 10 go together. 9 and 10 happened the same day. And you know that in chapter 9 of John, the Gospel of John, we had a case of a man born blind who received his sight from the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that when Jesus Christ opened the eyes of this man it was a sabbath and the pharisees went to him and said who healed you who made you see instead of rejoicing with him instead of actually glorifying god that someone born blind that the doctors will actually look and say there is nothing that can be done for you you'll be blind until you die Maybe after death, you will see. Jesus healed him. And they now went to him and said, Who healed you? The man said, Hey, I don't know. But once I was blind, now I can see. 
They left the man and went to his parents. Why did they go to his parents? Because they had believed that maybe it could be that the parents sinned or the man sinned from his mother's womb. Can you imagine that? That he was born blind. So they went to his parents. Who healed your son? And the parents, they gave him, they gave them a wonderful answer. He is of age. Go and ask him. Then they came to this man and said, the person that healed you must be a sinner. Can you imagine that? He must be a sinner. Can a sinner do the work of God and God will glorify himself in it? And when this man will not agree with the Pharisees, guess what? They hated him. And as soon as this man went to the synagogue in order to do what? To praise God and say, so this is how the synagogue looks like. Ah, he's so beautiful. God must be beautiful. Guess what? They threw him out. They excommunicated him. And as soon as he did that, the Lord Jesus Christ came to this man. Have they driven you out of the synagogue? Come. Do you believe in the Son of Man? If I see him, I will believe in him. I am he talking with you. I believe. I believe. And he fell down and worshipped him. And the Lord now came to this particular passage and said, Behold, I am the door to the sheep. I am the door. Those who came before me, nothing but thieves and robbers. Children of God, I love to read the passage read to us from uh, John chapter 10 verse, uh, um, verse 7 from the New King James Version or from uh, the Authorized King James Version. This other one that says that um, uh, of the truth I, I say to you, uh, I don't actually, uh, it doesn't sound big, big, big to me. Uh, says, verily, verily, I say unto you. Don't you like that? Or, truly, truly, I say unto you. Uh, I know that most assuredly, I say to you, actually means the same thing. Children of God, the Lord emphasized the fact that I am telling you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. I claim what I claim because it is true. I am the door of the sheep. Jesus Christ is actually making us to know that whatever the Pharisees might have refuted concerning him will stand true forever. It doesn't matter what any man may say. God is the owner of this universe. God is the owner of every one of us. 
He will do whatever he wants to do and he would actually act through whomsoever he has chosen. And as far as, far as now is concerned, I am the son of God. I am God. I have come to show you the way, the truth, and the life. As it was in the time of the Pharisees, it is till now that many people will hate Christians because of the claim they have on Jesus. That Jesus is God. That Jesus is the Son of God. That Jesus is the only way to salvation. They will say that you don't have just one gate to the market. Is that not true? Huh? In Yoruba they say, Onokan Kowaja. This one, heaven is not market. Heaven is home. If they think they're going to the market when they go to heaven, ah, they will know that it is truly home. In my father's home, in my father's house, there are many mansions. Children of God, let us not believe as they believe. Be apologetic when we, it comes to preaching the word of God when we go for evangelism. Oh, you know what? Um, as to what you're doing, we know that yes, it's good, and so on and so forth. No, it is not good. Religion cannot save. Religion is not the door. Good works is not the door. Salvation must come only by grace through faith alone and in Jesus Christ alone. I told you some time ago about my experience with some Roman Catholic church who were actually evangelizing along the um, Falomar area. And they came to me and they handed uh, a, um, a, a tract to me. I received it with gladness. And I said to them, I love what you're doing. And I pray that you do it well. And one of them, the lady just said to me, well, you know, we are all serving the same God. And I said, is that what you preach? Is that what you preach? If that is what you preach, then I must confess to you, I don't appreciate you going out this way. It is important for every one of us to know that Jesus Christ is the way to the Father. Without him, no one can go to heaven. No matter how good you think your religion is, religion cannot save you. Baptism alone cannot save you. As we're seated now, some of us are so comfortable and we say that, oh, I've been baptized, but you're baptized without knowing Jesus. I know that some of you, you know, may take it as an offense when I say this to you. How can you be baptized as an infant? 
and you say that you've been baptized, therefore you're saved. What did you know when you were baptized as an infant? And have you come now to know Jesus? You say, okay, I was baptized as an infant and I've been confirmed when I was 12 or whatever. The confirmation, is it based on your knowledge of him, on the profession of faith in Jesus Christ, or is it based on the fact that, hey, he did it, we did it for him, we knew the time we did it for him, and therefore, let's confirm him. Salvation is only by Jesus. And there are five things that actually Christ would want to expose to us here. Number one, we've dealt with it, but we need to do a little um, say, saying concerning it again. The exclusive claim of Jesus Christ. I am the door. I am not just a door or one of the doors. As other people who are not of us will say, that he was only uh, a prophet, maybe the greatest of them all, because he came, he died, he rose, if they actually believe that, and he's coming back again. A prophet, he was more than a prophet. Jesus Christ want, wanted them to know that the ship fold must go through him. The understanding of this may not be too well with us because many of us have not been to the field to see shepherds do their thing. When you see shepherds at work, then you will understand some of the sayings of Christ concerning him being the, the door of the sheep and the good shepherd. You see, there are two ways of keeping sheep in Middle East. They will have a big field whereby they have built walls and so on and so forth and they will, shepherds will keep their sheep inside that city um, sheepfold and a gate man will actually be there to, to guide them, uh, to, keep, to keep them. But that one is a general thing. Anybody can take a sheep there but the one that is actually personal is the one that they will build in a circle with rough stones and it will be a high wall that sheep cannot actually jump over and then the shepherd himself will sleep by the door, by the gate. They call it door, but it has no door with hinges. He will be the one that actually will be the door. If any intruder is coming, it will be the one that will fight them. If any animal is coming to steal anything, it will be the one that will stand and fight them. The sheep will be safe. When the sheep see the shepherd, they are at peace. When the sheep see the shepherd, they know that they will not go hungry. When the sheep see the shepherd, they know that they will not thirst. When the sheep see the shepherd, they know that they are safe. In fact, when they see the rod of the shepherd, guess what? They believe that the shepherd is around. And guess what? I just look and say to myself, why did Jesus Christ call us sheep and not goats? Why? Sheep, permit me to use the word, are the stupidest animals. 
they are so weak. They must depend on the shepherd in order for them to really do well. Have you seen some sheep go, go without anybody leading them? They follow the person, the, the, the sheep. I said the person. <laughs> I'm using sheep as a person now. They follow the sheep in front. When the sheep crosses the road, even though it is not safe, what happens? Others will follow. They say, yeah, follow the leader. <laughs> Blindly, they will follow. And that is exactly what Christ has likened us to. We are sheep. Without a shepherd, we will just, you know, scatter and be lost. And one thing about it is that when sheep have been pursued by wild animals, guess what? They don't know how to spread around. They go, you know, in groups together. And they become prey to the wild animals. But when the shepherd is around, guess what? They are comfortable. They are actually animals to reckon with. They have, they know how to keep order. Goats don't. Huh? Goats are stubborn. Huh? No wonder they call some, some people that are stubborn, stubborn goat. When you drive a goat from eating something, guess what? He will be on you like this. Huh? As soon as you see, he thinks you have, you have turned away, what will you do? Come. You pursue the something again. Hit him with the rod. Huh? His eyes are on that thing. So far, it is still there. I will try it. I may be successful one day. I may be kind, but I will try. That is good for you. Sheep are not so. Children of God, Jesus Christ is the door. No one enters without passing through him. You know, when husbands will stand for their wives and say, huh, before you get to her, you must pass through what? Through me. Know that there is love there. But when the husband says, ah, you're your own, know, know that there is something there that is sour. Love has been eroded. But the love of Christ is always for his sheep. For those who have come to know him, for those who have come to accept him, his love is always on us. Oh, I thank God for that drama presentation, even though they took time. But then, you know, the thing about it is that Christ Jesus knows our weakness. He knows how fragile we are. He knows everything about us, that we are not right. Even when our actions are right, our motives are not right. He knows that we can easily, easily derail. And therefore, is interceding for us. Interceding before the Father. Father, have mercy. Father, forgive them. Father, they are weak. The second thing that actually quickly I want to um, bring before you is that Jesus Christ is a door of protection. Door of protection. Don't 
depend on man to protect you. Depend on Christ Jesus. Children of God, has anybody hurt you so bad? And you want to take the laws into your hands to do something that actually you regret later? Leave everything to Jesus. He knows and he cares and he will actually come to your aid. Quickly, I will come to, 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 to the next one. He is the door of provision. Oh, yes. He is the door of provision. Some of you will look at, into the hands of man and say, oh, I know that that man can help me. Can, that man can give me something. Why don't you look in the hands of God and let God send his help through people that you least expect? When I have something doing and I see that, yes, I need some cash. Oh, sometimes the Lord, the, the, the devil will suggest names to you and say, ah, why don't you actually ask so, so, and so. But I've learned to do something. Go on my knees and say, Lord, you know how to provide. It is your project. It is your business to actually give me my daily bread. All I need to do is what? Ask. Give us our daily bread. The law will surely supply it. You're looking for a job and therefore you came to worship. I tell you what, if that is your aim of coming, you're failed. Just come and present yourself before God and worship him. Let him know that you, you, you love him. Let him know that you actually know his worth. That he deserves your worship. Worship the Lord and put your mind there. The Lord sees what you lack. He will surely provide. When someone calls you and says, Hey bro, what are you doing now? Oh. Um, your brother is just seeking for a job and so on. Because the person took time to ask, that person may actually say, give me your CV. When they ask for your CV, uh, by their own accord, they will do something about it than you pushing it to them. This is my CV. They just look and say, uh-huh. What do I do about I me mean, with this? And they will forget it. It is important for us to know that putting things in the hands of God, you are safe. And the Lord will remember you. And of course, the last one that I need to actually bring to you is this. The door of life is with Jesus. Sometimes we want to save ourselves by wanting to run away from danger. And sometimes we see that we run away from danger only to go into a more serious danger. To those of us who are here, who are Nigerians, you know that there is juju. If you say that you don't know, I will say that you are in the fool's paradise. I'm sorry. 
But that is actually the truth. There is juju. But juju will work on you huh? if you are afraid of the juju. But if you stand in Christ and you make your boast in the Lord, Jesus Christ, I tell you what, even the juju priest will tell them, don't try this person all. If you try this person, it will bounce back on you. Now, but let me go to this particular something. There was a man who actually believed that he was so strong with juju power. And were going in a motor, um, in, a, in a car, traveling. And there was about to be an accident. And, um, well, they, I don't know the English equivalent. They call it Egbe. Huh? Something that will carry you. Maybe in the spirit world or in the physical, whatever. You know, carry the, the man and slammed him on the rock. Guess what? He died on the rock. He wanted to escape. He died on the rock. But the car did not even have an accident. Children of God, the Lord says, whoever will want to save his life will do what? Will lose it. But whoever loses his life for his sake will find it. Jesus Christ is the door of life. Now, it is not only the door of life, but the door of abundant life. Life in excess. If you want to know what living is all about, come to Jesus. Then you will know that true living can be found only in Jesus. I have seen this and I've told you this several times. I come from a town where the Muslim population is about 90%. If not more. And I see the way they live and I feel so sorry for them. But they don't feel sorry for themselves. Because they don't see what I see. And I see what I see by the light of Christ. When they are walking around aimlessly as if they are merely existing. And all you hear from them is, huh? hey, man must eat. They labor to eat. So far they have money, they're happy. But life is by far more than that. By the way, for every Christian here seated, if you truly know Jesus, do you know that sheep don't own anything? They don't own anything. Your possession must be owned by Christ. Everything that you have, nothing must enter into your head to replace Christ with. And therefore, life eternal, life in abundance, life from here until you go now to meet with him in heaven is found in Christ. Therefore, you can sing in time of sorrow. 
You can sing in time of distress. You can sing in times that are not convenient. And people will be looking at you and saying, what is wrong with that one? I, we thought that he's suffering. We thought that he just lost a loved one. We thought that he just lost his job. We thought that he just lost his health. We thought that he, they will be actually saying these things should overwhelm you to the point that you will not be able to say Jesus is Lord. But Christ in you will grant you peace. Christ in you will grant you hope. Christ in you will grant you satisfaction of the fact that he has not forgotten you. He has not left you and he will never forget you or leave you alone. Children of God, Christ is the door. The door of finding pasture. Your own door that is opened to you must bring satisfaction. You know why? Do you remember Philippians 4.19? Huh? My God shall all according to when a Christian has no contentment there is question mark to be, give, to be put in that Christian. Contentment, knowing fully well, according to my needs, my God will supply. I'm not saying that you should fold your arms and not work. But please, as you work and you are paid your salary for what actually you have done, let your salary be enough. Do not embezzle. Do not steal. Do not do something that EFCC will be looking for you. Buhari will be looking for you to probe you. No. Don't do it so that you can sleep well. When you sleep well with full confidence that nobody is pursuing you, your health will not be mortgaged. Christ is the door. Let him be your door and be satisfied with the door that God has opened for you. Let us pray. Eternal Father, we thank you. We bless your name because we know that, Lord, you are everything to us. Lord God Almighty, we thank you. I want you to ask the Lord God Almighty to grant you grace to see where he is working in your life. And whatever you want him to do concerning you as a sheep, ask the Lord God Almighty even to do it. He is the door. May I call Reverend Dr. or Mrs. Okunlola to come now and dismiss us in prayer.